Hi guys, welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from In The Know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and today on the podcast, we have Gigi Gorgeous, who is an actress, model, YouTube star, trans activist, and she also recently co-authored her second book, titled The Tea Guide, Art, Trans Experiences, and a Celebration of Gender Expression, Man, Woman, Non-Binary, and Beyond. And she wrote it with Got Mick, who is a RuPaul's Drag Race alum. He was the first trans man to compete on RuPaul's Drag Race a couple years ago. He got to the finals, and they are really good friends. And so they wrote this book, which they really hope will serve as a guide, an all-encompassing guide for both people going through their own transition journeys, trans people, or also allies. There's, they have contributions from allies and other trans people, and it really is supposed to be sort of a way to answer any question that you might have about the trans experience, about what it's like to transition, whether, again, you're going through that yourself or you know somebody that is, or you just want to know more about it. It really seems that it's going to be an incredible resource for so many people, and uh, it comes out on Tuesday, May 16th, so get your copy. We had a really beautiful conversation about it. You know, it's obviously a really poignant time for this book to be released. You know, the trans community is continuously under attack and targeted. And for this book to come out as, again, a not only a resource, but also a beacon of hope. I mean, it's it's written by two modern day trans icons. And, you know, it's, it's really, really important. And so we had just had a really great conversation, Gigi and I, and um, I loved getting to chat with her. And again, this book really just seems like it's gonna be such an important resource and tool for people and I'm just so excited for it to be out in the world. So keep listening for my interview with Gigi Gorgeous and check out the Tea Guide which is released on Tuesday, May 16th and get your copy wherever you get your books. All right, so we are here with Gigi Gorgeous, trailblazer, icon, actress, model, now two-time author. Gigi, thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm amazing. I'm so excited to be sitting down and talking with you. And it's a second book time. I'm so excited. So so the Tea Guide, we're, we're talking the week before the Tea Guide is released. And, and the subtitle, I want to get it right, but it is Our Trans Experiences and the Celebration of Gender Expression, Man, Woman, Non-Binary, and Beyond. You co-authored with Got Mick, who is a Drag Race alum. Tell me about the book and, and maybe who it's for. The book is for Got Mick and I's younger selves, honestly, mm. but it's for anybody that needs guidance within their transition. Him and I both started our transitions at very different times in our lives. I did mine a lot, many years before him, but he, him and I, you would think that a trans man and a trans woman would have so much, so many differences within their transitions. And when we started getting really close, he transitioned and we started, you know, becoming best friends and sharing things about our lives. And we were like, huh, there are so many similarities between our transitions. And although there are many differences, of course, we were like, we should really get together and we should join forces and create a first of its kind book slash guide, which is why we named it the guide, which was always, it's funny. It was always the working title. We were like, I think it's oh, going to be fun. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of the times like things like that get changed of course, yeah, all the time. and stuff, but it just stuck and it makes sense because it's all of our resources. It's all of our stories. So many of which we've never shared before and things that are really, really, really personal that I wish that I knew when I was transitioning, because I really only had like one point of reference, which was this one person I knew mm -hmm. or things I saw online, but if you have a book like this, you really have everything. 
And it's not even just him and I writing in this book. We have so many fabulous people from, from the community, a lot trans, probably 90% of the contributors are Incredible. trans. There are some allies as well. And I think that that's really important to note too, because mm -hmm. this book isn't strictly for trans people. It's just about the human experience. Mm. So there's also stuff in there that's like, maybe you're just an ally who wants to know more about what that experience is really like. There, there is information in there for, for those kinds of people as well. Yes. Um, including, you know, parents. I know that's a really, really Amazing. big one. I always get uh, comments and questions about like from parents or, or for parents on how they can do better or what is my parent doing wrong. And we actually included our parents and we included um, other allies. And we just really wanted to leave no stone unturned because I feel like this is it would have been a huge drop the ball moment if we forgot about one aspect, which is why mm. we really, really put our brains together and we didn't keep one secret. We're not here to gatekeep anything. And you'll see in the book, you can open the table of contents, which is very long. You, if there's anything about the trans experience, it's in this book. Mm. So you mentioned sort of that when you were going through your transition, you had one point of reference that was sort of a personal connection, but there really wasn't you know, a central resource, I would say, for you to really consult and really kind of understand what what this is like. Why do you think that didn't exist before? Is it just does that just show sort of how far we've come that you guys now have this space to do that? Or is that I, I'm just curious what your thoughts are on sort of why why it was not available back when you were transitioning? I mean, it is very discouraging to know that it wasn't available while mm -hmm. I was transitioning, but you know, it came shortly after. There's so many amazing stories within our community, most of which are in our book. The names of which made very prominent um, moments within pop culture and just history in general. But, you know, I think it, it's something to be said about the time that we're in right now. Yeah. I think a lot of a, a lot of people I've talked to are like, are you nervous about having this book out right now with all of the bills being proposed and, um, you know, all of that mess. And I think that there's no better time than right now that we put this out and we fight and we go visit cities on our book tour that are controversial. And we stand up for this because it is what matters. In the end, I wish I had a resource like this growing up. And another reason why we called it the tea guide is because we really wanted it to be like, almost like a textbook in school. Mm. Yeah, just everything makes sense. You have your math textbook, you have your science textbook, now you have your your trans textbook. And I think, you know, now it is, it is as far as I know, the first of its kind of book. I know there's tons of trans authors out there that shared their story, but never a collection like yeah. this. And, and there's, there's something subversive almost about you kind of presenting it as a textbook, considering, again, what is going on right now with what they're banning in schools and what they're, and what they're talking about for, for you to sort of present it as a textbook. There's something really kind of powerful about that. There truly is. Thank you. Thank you. And it's crazy because, you know, books take a while, right? This took of course. Like a year and a half. So we had no idea really that this would all be going on, obviously. So it just is like, it's just the fate of life, I feel. Yeah. And we are, we are fighters, got Mick and I, and we are not going to stop at anything. And these bills being proposed and all of the negativity and the bigotry being thrown at our community is not is not going to phase us. We're mm -hmm. going to show up and show out, and we're going to fight this battle together. Mm -hmm. Good, good. And and I, I'm also curious because it, you know you talked about maybe this is this is really good for fans who are again like going through their own journeys and perhaps 
is there, are those questions that you kind of get on the daily, either just in your DMs or in your comments from from fans or people that follow you as a super prominent figure in the trans community, trying to answer some of these questions that you are now going to answer in the tea guide? Yes, I get so many questions every single day from people that are newly transitioning that have you know begun their transition at like and are years in, and people who have been trans for over a decade, like myself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we really never are fully done transitioning. That's something that I really have, you know, had a come to Jesus moment about over right. the past few years. I thought that there would be a finish line. I thought that there would be, you know, that would be it. But just on a personal note, me and my husband now, who's also trans, uh, we're trying to have biological children mm. and I'm currently off hormones, which is something I never thought that I would be. And it just goes to show you never know what life is going to throw at you, throw at you. So it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's always a, a learning lesson. My dad once said to me, actually, he said, you know, when you transitioned, I thought it was, it was just you that was going to transition. But I learned that it was both of like everyone around you and especially you and I that, that really had to transition together. That's so beautiful. And I thought that was so profound and beautiful and it didn't really hit me until a lot later, but it's so true. Mm. And I think that this book is just so needed for for just moments like that, you know, hundred percent. And I think to your point about kind of always transition, never being fully over is because you are, you're going through new life events and really uncovering new things that honestly, maybe, maybe this book book will need a sequel. You know what I mean? Maybe you'll, maybe you'll have to do an expansion of the book because again, you're still living your life and, and uncovering some of these moments that, that require kind of more nuance and more explanation. And I think that that, the fact that you're, that you're, that you're aware of that and, you know, wanting to share this information with people that are coming after you is, is really profound. Thank you. And yeah. yeah, you know, I do get comments every day. Do you get a lot of the same comments from, you know, people from the same walks of life, but we have put in every single aspect in this book. You know, like I said, I feel like Kate and I really, or got Mick and I rather people <laughs> like sometimes are like, wait, who's Kate? I'm like, Oh, that's my best friend, but also goes by got Mick. We, we get the same questions a lot of the time. And it's like, we really put all of those in there and then some. So right. I think awesome. people are just, they're in yeah. for it. I think. Right. Get I love it. I love it. And I would love to like, just go back a little bit because, you know, you talked about your friendship with Got Mick and, and you called him your best friend, but I would love to know how you guys first got connected. How did you first cross paths and just speak to me a little bit about more about your friendship? Because I, I love both of you and it's so <laughs> fun. Love you too. Um, we actually met at a club in West Hollywood, the Abbey. Know it. And, yeah. Hello. <laughs> I mean, iconic for many reasons, uh, but we, we really, it was such an organic meeting. One of our friends was like, oh my God, cause Cade was working as um, a full-time makeup artist at the time. And my friend, my brother-in-law was like, oh my God, you should do Gigi's makeup. And then one day he just came over to the house and we did it, we hit it off. And he wasn't trans then, but I always kind of knew, mm. like I think I have kind of this like trans radar. I've always kind of felt you know, kind of passionate like, about almost that. Like a or six, like almost like a thing. sixth sense for sort of them to intuition. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So I, I remember one day I asked him, I was like, what's your name? And he was like, well, you know, my name. I was like, no, no, no. But like, really like the mm -hmm. real name and it took him a minute. And then it really just opened up this whole can of worms where we became extremely close, extremely able to share very intimate parts of our, our lives. And it just really furthered our relationship in like a really organic way. It wasn't being pushed. It was just life events. And then obviously my husband being trans and a man, 
made them super close. Mm -hmm. So we just became super uh, like this really tight little threesome group of these trans individuals sharing each other's experiences and learning things off each other. So it was just so organic. And then, you know, I don't even know how many years ago that was. Like it was one of the friendships that you're like, wait, when was that? Like, it just feels like you were always in each other's lives. hundred percent. Yeah. And so when, when Gottmik became the first trans man to compete on RuPaul's Drag Race, which was such a moment. And that was such a, a great, oh such God. a great season. What was, what was that like for you to see that? Because that really was, that pushed things forward a lot, I think in that world. Yes. And it was something that was so needed on that franchise for so long, I feel, because mm-hmm. there had been trans women, a few, you know, but I think him being the first, there was just, I mean, let's talk about the pressure of that. That yeah. is so much pressure for him to be, you know, like the whole community on his shoulders. It's just, I can't even imagine, you right. know? He was so eloquent in the way he spoke and he really just did, for lack of a better term, kill it. Like I was so just proud of him every single episode that came out. Of course, it's all a secret. So like he barely even told, you know, us anything. He couldn't, but we were just so thrilled and his parents were so thrilled and like the community was just so amazed by him. And I just, it's something to be said about like, some like you know you see someone's superpower on tv but to know them behind the scenes and just to let them have let them know that they've had that moment and like all the love that's coming to them is just such a it's such a surreal moment and i was mm-hmm. just so happy that everyone saw him in the light that i do 100 percent, and i think it's really cool also that Gottmik is one of i mean a, a ton of queens from from that show over the years have continued on and, and made these huge platforms for themselves and just really continued on in that trajectory but i feel like Gottmik is kind of the top of that heap in recent memory for me like I feel like I see him in so many places and and he's and he's so prominent and he's still so celebrated even though it's been a couple years since he was on the show and I think that's yeah that's also a really cool thing that he's been able to do which is again continue that that momentum which is really I mean not everybody can do that right it's a testament on like his talent and his character and like you know his work ethic all of it is a lot after that show, but I think that it was an impossible for him to do so because he had such, he had so much work to do still, you know? Mm. Mm. For sure. So also in the book, you have some, I think you mentioned this, but you have some contributors. You have some people who are allies, also part of the trans community. You have uh, Senator Sarah McBride, you have Adam Lambert, you have one of your good friends, Paris Hilton. What, what do they share in the book? Sort of what, what are their contributions look like? What can people expect from that? So Kate and I are only two people and we thought that it would be you know, it'd be so, so ignorant for us, you know, especially writing such an educational sure. book with, with so many different facets to just have it be our voices. So we reached out to a lot of our friends and three of those that you named are our close friends. But we also reached out to some people and we were like, we really respect their work. We really want them involved. Let's just ask them like, you know, like we, we just wanted every single walk of life. I know. I, I don't want to give too much away, but there's okay. just like, so many juicy chapters and we just kind of left it up to them. We said, you know, the book really does touch on everything in the trans experience. Like, what do you feel comfortable sharing? Mm. Or like, is there a story you've never told? Or is there something that changed your life? And we, you know, we hopped on the phone with them or met with them in person. And then, you know, quickly, it really did not take long for anybody, really. It was like, okay, I'm going to write about this. And we're like, okay, we have a concept. And then we we just work them in. And then it would be something that would be lost in the chapter if they weren't involved. So it ended up really working out. And I think people also might get misconstrued that this is just a book for trans people. Like I said before, our parents, whatever, wrote in it. But 
There are so many tips for allies too. Like yes. Paris Hilton being one of them. Of course, she's not a trans woman, but she was one of my biggest inspirations growing up. Her aesthetic, her vibe, her positivity, her personality. So that's something to be said about the book as well. It's just about the human experience, but it, mm -hmm. it's a lot to do with being trans. Yeah. Right. And I mean, Paris is also one of the people that for me, I mean, I just growing up, which is such a figure of like, and, and, and I just, I did glom, glom onto her as well. And yeah. And you becoming such great friends with her and striking up such an incredible relationship with her. And she's such a great ally to you at C ally and friend and just figure in your life. I would just love to hear a little, a little bit more about that. Cause again, like there, it's so clear that you, that you two have connected on a really deep level. And I would love, just love to hear you speak a little bit more to that and how she's been there for you over the years. She is like the sweetest person ever. She's always been so sweet. I think the way to, the way to our, both of our hearts is through our humor and we, I think, you know, there's, there's tons of aspects within our life that we take very seriously, but I think when it comes to our humor, we're just like goofballs and super yeah. fun. And I think that we're just like, we, we're just always laughing and cracking jokes together. Some of which may be at like inappropriate times, which is like my favorite. <laughs> some of the best humor is that way, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I think it was just something that was just drawn. I mean, immediately when I met her, I was like, oh my God, Paris Hilton. Like I've, I've loved her forever. But she just breaks down that wall. She's super, yeah. super sweet. And I think that that's just a testament to like her longevity in this industry and just to her character in general. Like if you, I mean, I've met so many of my heroes and they've just been assholes mm. and cold and she's just not like that at all. And anybody that, you know, you talk to that knows her will, will tell you that, that she's exactly like that because that's just how she is. But yeah, I'm very, very blessed to call her a friend and she's a really, really good one. And I'm so excited for our, for also all the good that she's doing because yeah. I think a for a lot of the time in her career, people were like, oh, she's, you know, that famous for being famous thing. But she is like passing laws in DC, mm. right? Now. She's making change. And I think that this is, this is such a new era for her and I'm so totally. proud of her for it. And I stand behind everything that she has to do, even though I can't relate. I, I completely understand and I'm there for it. And 100%. She, although she can't relate with being trans, she's there for me as well. And I think it, that also just speaks to her character and like her heart. Mm -hmm. And you, you're both releasing books this year, which is, you know what I mean? I, I love, I, I read her memoir earlier this year and I'll be reading the tea guide. So you guys yeah. are both sharing yes, your yes, stories, yes. continuing Yay. to do so. I know her memoir is so good. So good. I like want more. I want like, I want a sequel <laughs> to that. Yeah. <laughs> so Gigi, I mean, you mentioned like you, you've been in the public eye for over 10 years now and, and your transition has happened over the course of that time. And, you know, I think so much progress has been made over the past decade, just in terms of representation and, and what even brands who, like who brands are even willing to work with. And just, I think a that a lot of that has come a long way, but I'm curious for you, if you've seen either from firsthand experience, or just from observing, you know, when people are sort of in that partnership for the right reasons or just doing it to be to provide lip services I think we're coming up on pride month and I think there's a lot of talk around sort of like the corporatization of pride and then sort of some of those kind of subjects that can come off of that I wonder if you have any thoughts on that because it's something that I'm definitely thinking about just again as we go into pride month I mean I've always said it's so easy for brands or storefronts to just throw up a rainbow flag during right. the month of June, but it's something to be said if their support is there year round. And I think that a lot of brands and people uh, and companies are really coming around to the thought of working with trans people. And I think that that's, that's really what the book is all about. It's that 
we are people, we are equal, and we should be seen just as much as a, you know, quote unquote, whatever they think is a regular person. Right. And with Pride Month coming up, I'm really excited actually as well to see the the campaigns and what who brands are working with because I've seen in the past few months, you know, brands really openly working with trans trans people. And yep. it's beautiful because it's before pride, which is like, okay, that's a step forward. It's not June. Also, okay. Yeah. It's so easy just to throw up a rainbow in your window. Of course. You know? mm -hmm. it, it really does just, it speaks volumes and people within the community know, but I think now it's kind of almost becoming on everybody else's radar. Cause it's mm -hmm. like, Oh, you know, I think it's just, we're, we're more out and loud and proud than ever. So a hundred percent. And we love to see it a hundred percent. And we, we, we alluded to sort of just how this book is coming out at such a divisive time, especially as it pertains to the, to the trans community and how it's honestly, it's hard to even keep track of everything that all those conversations. And so I'm wondering if just from, from your perspective, if there are things that you can suggest for people watching or listening to this, what can they do to help or, or be a good ally? What are some things that you kind of are top of mind for you when I ask that question? Uh, I'm a huge fan of podcasts right now. And one of my favorite ones is called Out and About. It's with Joey and Pat on Barstool Sports. And they are okay. kind of like the gay podcast. And that just is like at the top of my mind. I feel like, and they're also like really dirty and raunchy, which like I love. I think that's fun. But, wow. um, you know, supporting queer art has always been number one to me. Even as a trans woman, I feel like it's very important just to incorporate queer art into my life and make sure that it's being supported and seen and all of that good stuff. But I think for allies in general, it's just so important to show up and show out and be there for the queer community, especially with Pride coming up. And I know we just said it's so easy to throw a rainbow flag in a storefront wall, but it's like, you have this time, you have this month, be loud and proud. Everyone's on social media, really just share and celebrate queer people. It's so easy. It feels good when you do. And especially if you truly, truly are behind someone, don't be scared to repost their content or right. talk about them to your family members or bring them up in conversation at dinner. Like it's only spreading the word and it's only spreading awareness and positivity. And at the end of the day, like less violence. Yeah, I think I think sometimes people think that even just something so small as a repost or engaging in that conversation is is not enough. But I but I think you're right. It's that it's something, you know, it's 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 doing something, even if it's even if you can think it's small, you know, exactly. So I'm doing something even even as small as that is some is is doing something way better than nothing hmm. at the end of the day. And yeah. I think, you know, we write a lot about about allies and we write a lot with allies in this book. And there's so many great tips and there's so many great, you know, things that you would just take away with you. I've, I've given the book to a lot of my close friends and they have written back none of the same things that they've taken away, but they've written back, oh my God, like this really stuck with me or like this will just, you know, stay with me forever. Like this is something that was a really strong moment. And it's interesting to hear everybody's perspectives because I know them, they're my friends. I let them read it before it came out. And I'm like, really, that's what you took from it. So it just goes to show like how much information we've packed into one right. book. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. 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 It just shows you that you guys really did, you you mind the entire experience. Of, and I love that people are just going to be able to, again, they'll, they'll take what they take from it, you know, and that's, again, that's, do, that's doing something. Um, 
So obviously right now we're, we're focused on the tea guide and, and we're so excited for that to come out next week. What else is on the horizon for Gigi Gorgeous? What else is, can you tease for me in terms of what's to come? Like, cause I, I, I know you have, you're over hand a lot of different, a lot of different pots. Yes, definitely. I mean, nothing I could talk about right now, which is really okay. annoying, but <laughs> to, to piggyback off of the tea guide coming out, we will be doing a book tour. Amazing. Very exciting because we're working on it right now. And just with everything going on, I think that it's really important we visit certain cities, if you know what I mean. So we're working on that and we're just really excited about that and getting that together and getting our book out there and seeing people. It's been a few years since my last book and I know how exciting it is. So I'm excited to do it with somebody else. Yeah, that'll, that'll be so fun. You're, you're on this journey together. Are you guys going to come to New York? Yes, we are. Yes, yes I'm going to try to be there. Good, <laughs> you have to good. Come. Yes, I'd love to. Well, Gigi, this is so much fun to get some time with you. I, I loved our conversation and I, I can't wait to read the tea guide. I know it's going to be a valuable resource for so many people, both within the trans community and allies of the trans community, because I think there's so much for people to learn. And I'm so grateful that you are sharing it with the world. Um, I think we're really lucky to have you doing that. Oh, thank you. Yes. Oh my it's, God, I can't wait for you to read it also. Also, another thing in the book is the photos. Him and mm. I are such like aesthetic people. There's like so many fashion photos. Every There's so good. many photos. Okay, we're serving looks. Okay. Yeah, oh my God, beyond. So I'm excited to see which everyone's favorites are because I know I have mine. But that's another thing. I want to see which people bring to us to like sign at book signings and totally. stuff. Like on their favorite picture. I'm just... That's another thing I'm really. I mean, the cover, the cover alone is like breathtaking. I, I like it's it's so striking. It's such a great cover. It really Thank is. Thank oh you. my god, I'm in love with it. I'm in yes. love with it. I think it's, it's so powerful. Just yeah. down the middle, and like us sharing a necklace too. So cute. It's so cute. Oh, it's <laughs> the best. Uh, well, Gigi, this is so fun. Thank you so much. And everyone pick up the tea guide this coming Tuesday. It's out wherever you get your books. And um, again, it's gonna be it's gonna be resource that's there forever now. So how how special is that? Yes. Yes. Oh my thank God. You so much. Of course. Thank, thank you, you so oh, much. One week. Yay. Oh my God. Thank <laughs> you. All right. See you in New York. Thanks for tuning in to We Should Talk. I hope you enjoyed the interview. You can find out more about In The Know at inthenow.com. You can follow me, Gibson John, at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram. And you can listen to all of our interviews, past and future, by searching We Should Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you next time.